0: Veteran Walker with the Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler.
1: Hi, team. I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from Fitness.com, and welcome to. The Fitness Show. Today, I have a very exciting treat for everybody because the one and only, should I call you Michelle? No, Melissa. No, it's <laughs> Melissa Stefano is back. Right. Welcome, Melissa. Hey,
2: I feel like I'm a stranger here now.
1: I know. It's been a while. I know. I've actually wanted to have you back a whole bunch and I think about you every week, but life is chaotic. And... I think about you every day. Oh. oh, by the way,
2: I have to say thank you. Because last week on the show, you said that you only associate up. Yes. And I thought, she considers me associating up?
1: Absolutely.
2: So I have to say thank you.
1: you're welcome. Putting me in that category. You are totally up. (laughs) Yeah, here's the deal. If I don't return your phone calls and I don't spend time with you, you're not up. (gasps) Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Right. (laughs) And then there's actually a lot of people that that are way up from me that I would like to spend time with, but they're too far. They're too far up? No, they're too far away. <laughs> they're too, too far. Gotcha. I'm not just ditching the people I'm not hanging out with. Well, that's, but just, that's
2: what Facebook don't is. do you for. think that's a good policy? I know. I love that policy. Now, absolutely.
1: And we just, in your head, you don't have to name the names, but okay. how many people could you pull up that just drag you down, that are succubus on your energy and your joy? Well, I, there are a lot of people who suck at my joy,
2: but I just don't allow them to do that anymore.
1: You avoid them. Yeah. Like absolutely. the play. You remove them.
2: I unfollow them. I unfriend them. I block them. I. Take them out of my phone. Block their number. Lock my door. Change my number. That's change right. my Move email. Away. Yeah. Change my name. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Living in Antarctica. Yeah. I tell you what. So, um, the other day you came in mentioning it because I posted on Facebook. But my amazing children, who are I really think they're the best people ever. Your kids when, are pretty awesome. They're they're fabulous in every regard. And if I could be anyone else in the world, I would be my daughter. That's that's the truth. But they were crabby and. Just the simple things like leaving the house in the morning without saying goodbye and giving me the you know the quote unquote the tone Mm, and just wait till your kids are teenagers. Yeah, and really feeling unappreciated because I don't know if people think I'm a mom. Maybe they they think I'm a taskmaster, but I am so doting. Parker, he wakes up and I sing him this song. I sing him a nighttime song and a morning song every single day, and I sing Ginger at night when she lets me. And there's endless cuddles and. I'm always telling them how fabulous they are and how much I love them and, and, you know, gush, gush, gush. And then we do stuff together and we, we play tetherball and go for walks and I get them the things they need. They're, they are worshiped, loved children. And then sometimes they're just, lately they've been a little dismissive of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and just say goodbye on your way out. Like, bye mommy, have a good day. It's, it's not the, too much. It's to the ask.
2: eclipse. It's totally the moon and the eclipse, and it's throwing Ugh. everybody off. Because my kids have just had an attitude too, and they're just not listening very well. But, but I did get a really sweet letter from Gabriel's teacher. She right. said that he's the best kid in her class. Wow! At the year. Yeah, I know. So from my dumb. kid, I know, and it made me
1: cry, like boohoo cry. Oh, really? And yeah, it
2: was long, <laughs> and I thought after the first paragraph, there was going to be a
1: but he's... Yeah, yeah, he's biting people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. He punched a kid in the nose. No, none of that. It was all gush, 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 and I was like, my kid. But at home, there's no... Thank you, mommy. Can I have that, please, mommy? Ugh. Or it's mommy, can I have water? Get me yeah, water. Go, go get, get me. Get up. That's and nice. you have two hands and mm-hmm. a mouth and two feet that, that work. Get up, up and get your own water. And get, your own water.
1: Yeah, get me one. while you're at. <laughs> yeah, right. So so mine are being crazy. Can you put
2: vodka in mine? Be
1: yes, crazy. right? That's so nice. So, anyway, the other day, they had they just pushed my limits with their snottyness. We're going to say that. And so I decided I'm done. I'm leaving. And I had already worked out in the morning, but it was about 8.30 at night, and I just said, y'all, I'm going to the gym. I didn't storm out. I didn't slam the door, hang up, do all those dramatic things. I just said, I'm going to exercise. Bye. You know, so I go Oh, you said
2: bye? You shouldn't have said bye. I did, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my politeness is endless. So I did that, and then I came home, and everybody was asleep, and that was wonderful. And in the morning, it was still not delightful. And um I went I escaped. I think this is the moral I'm trying to tell you is and everybody else is you don't have to tolerate it even within your own home. You can cut the people off on Facebook that you just want to unfollow or unfriend because they're dopes. Mm-hmm. But within your own home, you can unconnect them. You can disconnect from your people. And so I did that at the gym and then yesterday, oh, and I got into it with this dopey dopey manager at Office Depot the other day. So basically society was annoying. So I went and the a- eclipse. Perhaps, perhaps, (laughs) but I went in the woods. I literally took an hour and I hiked through the woods all by myself, and um, I didn't even see Bigfoot. There was no Bigfoot, no Yeti, no nothing, no skunk ape. Yeah, and uh, but it was so nice. And you know who was Loch Ness
2: monster? Nothing. I
1: tried, I tried, but here's the deal: I was in control of me, and I'm a really nice person, especially to me. And so I took control and I went bye-bye mean people and I isolated myself in a really productive way. And so for the people out there who are taking it, did
2: you feel better after that though? Oh yeah. Cuz I've I been finding that if I get into a funk at all, whether mm-hmm. it's like um I'm just not focused or I I feel sad or just not myself, if I go for a run or like a a sweaty exercise yeah. and, and get sweaty, then I'm back like yeah. my emotions are back the endorphins are kicked in and I'm back to yeah. being me yeah. and it makes a really big difference and I find I now you know okay so I've said this I'm not a runner but, you're but, a runner. Runner. Okay, you're but I'm definitely right. a runner <laughs>
1: you're, you're but, a lying runner that's what you are yeah.
2: so like lying down uh, no I swim that's when you lie yes down, mm-hmm. yeah. um so <laughs> I, I find that the endorphins kick in and I'm more myself and I'm more
1: manageable like you know a, there's science behind that that, uh, I'm that sure physical venting of that frustration is productive and makes you happy. In a run? Like in that? Yeah, any, or yeah. any sort of exercise, any way to physically expel your pent-up frustrations and energy literally gets out your frustration. I was
2: listening to a talk by Dina Dina Castor, the, uh-huh. the
1: runner, right, okay. and she
2: was saying that um, she was sinking into a depression after an injury, sure. and um, she found herself that when she started running, that if she stopped running for a few days, that she would find herself starting to sink back into depression. Yeah. So now she runs every day just for her mental health. And I thought, I'm <sighs> probably going to be that person. Yeah.
1: And so Dina, and I know Dina, she's a really nice lady who's accomplished so much, but a little tisk tisk for her because, you know, running every day is kind of productive to mm-hmm. being a runner. Um, but yeah, but you got to be able to find that relief in many outlets because say you break your leg, you can't yeah. run. There's got to be something else for me. It used to be kickboxing, obviously, when I was fighting. I literally at one point thought, I am the most well-adjusted person in the world. Because there was no pent-up anything. Nothing I was could bother constantly you. hitting stuff or people, which is so gratifying. So um, <laughs> it, Don't
2: hit your children. Stop no, hitting your kids. That's I the know. problem. They're that's too it. cute.
1: I would never <laughs> lay a hand on them. But, but then it was wonderful. And now, you know, running would do it for me, cycling, swimming, but weights weightlifting, mm. and I call on my boyfriend, and then, you know what I did, too? I went in there, and then I put on cranky music. I added cranky music. I put on Alanis Morissette. Oh, that's good. That's, that's cranky good. stuff, oh, yeah. right? Her old
2: stuff, totally Yeah, cranky. I
1: couldn't, yeah. I just was flipping through, and I couldn't tolerate, you know, Fleetwood Mac or <laughs> Pitbull. I found something cranky, you know, what I really, with my mood.
2: <laughs> I like Pitbull. I, there's one song that comes up on my list when I um, put on my angry music, and it's, from Beetlejuice, at least that's well the movie it was in, The Hay Senora, Yeah. Pitbull but, does a version of that, and it's awesome to run to. He's
1: a fun he's guy. Awesome. He makes some really good music. But then again, if you're in a mood and it's annoying, then... That would then... tick me off if right, I were Yeah, were cranky. Yeah. And I'm rarely <laughs> cranky, so that's actually the problem. I feel like, I'm so happy, and these people are cranky. Why are you trying to bring down my happiness? Yeah, they're bringing you I'm down. so full of the happy. Can you block or your you're family? You're full of like the crappy. crappy. The crappy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Are we going to talk about that?
2: <laughs> Oh, and we
1: are going to talk about that.
2: Fantastic. So, so
1: your headband switching topics reminded me there's some post, Chad Warrick put it up today about James Cameron, the director of Titanic My, and my headband,
2: because you guys can't oh, see it, is it's
1: a, a Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I was going to point it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he put up a post, or James Cameron says something about the movie Wonder Woman is diminishing uh, to women. No. Okay. over no himself mm. no. she's strong and fabulous mm. and hey she happens to look hot in her little leotard outfit mm. is i don't know if that's what he's considering demeaning to no. women but it's
2: like she's half naked there are half naked like laura croft was more half more naked even than if she was, was.
1: Uh, and, and here's please. the deal and and this is interesting because i heard some like far lefty people were angry at gal gadot the actress who plays Wonder Woman because she actually was in the Israeli army. She literally, because when you're there, I think at 16, every 100% of all the Israeli citizens have to go into the military at age 16. And I think it's a two-year enlistment. I'm not sure. But anyway, she literally did fight ISIS. She literally fought terrorists.
2: And why and, is that a problem?
1: Well, because she was fighting against terrorists, and they don't want her to. I guess they want her to let them oh blow keep, blow Israelis up. But They need to run. They I They need to run. <laughs> <What> <laughs> they need, they I need to go. They just need some morning miles. But yeah, Wonder <laughs> Woman. And when I was, she was my person when I was in preschool, oh, elementary she's school, my, remember? She's my
2: person. I'm gonna the, on a triathlon. Linda Carter. Yes, love Linda Carter. Oh,
1: did you have the underoos? I did. I actually have, I have. Grown up underoos oh, of I mean, some <laughs> of those. Yeah, I actually wear the underoos, but I wore my mom and I I give credit to my mom for this. She let me wear them out. Oh,
2: nice. Because they
1: were the un, they were the square undies, I think, with the long tank top. Mm-hmm. That was the underoos. So I got to wear my underoos like to out. lots of places. And then I was Wonder Woman, uh, maybe I was six or seven for Halloween, but it was the plastic, um, you know, like the plastic trash bag <laughs> yeah, material. Yeah. Wonder Woman costume, <sharp inhale> when you and then the plastic mask with the eye holes and the mouth holes and the, the rubber nice. band around your head.
2: Nice. With a fake little plastic crown that was yes. on top of it. Yes. How mm-hmm. awesome was
1: that? That's awesome.
2: I'm part of a triathlon team this weekend, a relay. Yes. For, um, I was going to ask you about race, that. And um, our team name is the Wonder Women. Woo!
1: Yeah. And so it's you and Stephanie Schemansky. Oh, else?
2: Stephanie's injured. She <gasps> can't
1: run. Oh, I thought she
2: was going to do something else. That's why I said she should run. Okay. Who's your other people? Um, Rebecca is part of the Gainesville Triathlon Club. She's going to, Rebecca Lau, she's going to be Oh, our, I know Rebecca. She's fantastic. She's awesome. Yeah, she's, she's Rebecca,
1: wonderful. Rebecca, here's a sidebar. Oh, I'm goodness. sidebarring again. Rebecca.
2: <laughs> this is she, totally abnormal for us to sidebar no, no. on anything. <laughs>
1: so we'll go back to the triathlon team. Rebecca is a great triathlete, very active, and she got a stress fracture mm-hmm. in her Pelvis, In her pelvis yes, and her crotch yeah, and she posted the x-ray yep, up yep, on uh-huh, Facebook sure and so I discussed it with my physical therapist one day because I said Rob she posted the picture of the pelvis fracture he goes and everyone just stared at the soft tissue <laughs> <laughs> They sure did, and so awesome. I didn't stick around for the comments, oh, but the I comments knew they were, were coming hysterical. because it, oh my oh, gosh! But I so funny. I saw a couple of weeks later she had said, well, I'm not going to post my X-rays because y'all can't <laughs> handle it. But <laughs> pelvis fracture is healed. But did you know you could fracture your crotch, people? I've 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 never heard of a stress fracture of your crotch.
2: Yeah, she Lucky she had girl. a little bit of an injury. Um, I was it from Reading? Trauma. There was a trauma. No. Oh. No. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> not from that. Wow. There. Brown chicken. Brown That's cow. No, really not from ex-
1: <laughs> exciting experience and you broke your crotch. Oh, my, my gosh. Oh, hell, that gracious.
2: guy. And now we're, we're kind of looking for a runner. Um, Rob Stewart may be a Wonder Woman or... He um,
1: would be a fabulous
2: Wonder Woman. <laughs> my friend LaVon
1: is possibly going to be Levon. a Wonder Woman. She's great, yeah. too. Yeah, she is. Okay. She so, is. Rebecca, is she running or cycling? She's cycling. I'm okay. um, swimming. And how far is the distance of the run? The run is... Uh, it's 10k, so it's okay.
2: 6.2, and the swim is about a mile, and the cycle is 25 or
1: 25 or 30 miles. Yeah. And and thank goodness her crotch is healed.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, well, she you know she cycled through the whole broken sure. pelvis, but she didn't. She couldn't run, but she could right. cycle. So she actually did a hundred mile century ride with a broken crotch.
1: There's She's crazy. So many. Th- well.
2: Triathlete. If it
1: wasn't yeah. damaging to your crotch, there's a lot of things you could do. And that really, when you're injured, injuries don't have to sideline you completely. No, they don't. You just they just force don't. you to be creative. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so whatever's going on, whether you've broken your foot or your crotch, there are plenty of exercise options. <laughs>
2: yes, there are.
1: So are you wearing a Wonder Woman thong bikini as you uh, swim? As I swim? Yeah. yeah a mile? No. 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 Just a regular old thong?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I-, I was thinking about, you know, just wearing like a Wonder Woman... My headband around my waist, possibly, you know. That's what just, you should do. No.
1: Why wear clothes? <laughs> It'd probably slow you down to shave your body uh-huh. and dive in. Yeah, because the boobages, you know, hanging all in the water would
2: <laughs> totally just like a torpedo. A I'd little duct tape.
1: Pin them down. Yeah. Off you go. Mm. That sounds exciting. What's you know the name what's
2: of the crazy race? crazy, though? Oh, it's, the, um, it's at Camp Landing. It's the Hammerhead um, triathlon right on base. So that's going to be Super really fun. awesome. Yeah, I did, it was my first real triathlon that I did. Um, so I had done a super sprint triathlon two years ago and then that summer I did the hammerhead, um, triathlon there at, at Camp Landing. So this is going to be really fun to kind of re, re, Go be, back to yeah, it. to be there and,
1: and, and you don't it. have the ability to fall down in the water and break things. Right. So it's a good thing I'm mm-hmm. swimming. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is actually a nice match for you. So <laughs> not naked doing that. What was I going to ask? You know, I
2: put on my tri-suit. To, um, because you know, the last time I wore the tri suit was last tri season, so I wanted to see how it fits since oh, I lost weight. Oh, it doesn't, right? does it? It did not fit. No, there, um, I had one, my first tri suit is way too baggy.
1: It's because it, you're 82 pounds down, yeah,
2: yeah. And then I put on the other one and it, it, it fits, it's wearable. I don't know that I would make it through like a half Iron Man in that suit, which would have been totally doable, you know, 82 pounds ago, but, um. It works, but I'm going to need to buy a new tri yes. Not
1: sorry about that. Not sorry at uh, all. I know, but I should have
2: tried it on a little sooner, yeah. like, way, like weeks or months ago. But um, yeah, kind of exciting. I need a new tri-suit now.
1: So okay, I am not, you know, I, I engage in all this stuff, and normally I'm in on a whim. You know, I don't train for my half marathons. Right. I just pop in, and then... The other day, the city of Gainesville offered a little biathlon. They called it a biathlon. It was a was a one mile run and like a hundred to your two hundred yard swim. It was really short, but I thought that sounds fun. Yeah, I'll go do it. Why not? And um, so I'm really going with the wardrobe right now. I mean, there's a there's a few conversations. A, <laughs> it was fun. I showed up. There was eleven people, and what I loved is that it was every man. There was. There were some people in their 60s that I thought were in damn good shape for their 60s. I mean they they were great athletes, prepared and ready to go. And then there was some there was a guy that was maybe mid 50s wearing big jeans and construction mm. boots and he had a mullet and a mustache and he was so cute. He just walked the mile and then he went and changed and he put his short swim trunks and t-shirt and did the swim and I love that guy because you know, he's every man. And if everybody Mm -hmm. just kind of gave it a go, like he did, he didn't run, he walked. Um, There was people of all different weights and some lady with arthritis in her seventies. I just love being around the people. But, you know, for me, it was fun because I'm always in charge of things. It was nice to show up and be just like a person yeah, engaged. Ready go. Okay. go. Okay, yeah. That. And it, it turned into a solid 14 minutes of exercise for me, you know. <laughs> but, but I stuck around and swam some laps after, and the, just a group of people were wonderful. The city provided lunch; it, it was so nice. But um, but the wardrobe thing. So this is what I do: I put on my bikini, and um, I put the bikini on, some shorts over, and then I put a sports bra over my bikini, okay, because. The boobs, mm-hmm. right? I have to wear a sports bra under my tri-suit. So okay. okay All it. right. So then mm-hmm. I um I have a t-shirt on or a tank top, whatever. So I go do the run, but when I started running my the my swimsuit, my bikini top has a band and then the sports bra had a band too. Oh, and, and it was shaved? No, but it was squeezing so tight that my lungs couldn't expand all the way oh no it was really weird so oh. that's and it was only a mile run so it wasn't you know it you was fine but no, i five was miles or ten just simply not able to get a a full cleansing mm. breath i it was what 10 10 minutes of half breaths it was really <laughs> weird so i thought ah, maybe i need to get one of the official somethings this is why before
2: any race. You
1: should wear what you're supposed to wear for the race
2: so you can make sure that there's no shaping or breathing issues. Melissa,
1: I just pop in.
2: (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Am I supposed to prepare?
1: I'm sorry. Plan ahead. But Uh, you know what? I did enjoy being part of the group. I thought it was fun to be the person in the group. And then um, it kind of re-inspired me to go maybe do another triathlon. I thought, this is so fun. And you know, especially with the shorter distance, you're not doing too much of anything, so no- mm-hmm. you never get to the point of suffering. All
2: right. We'll do a sprint together. Yeah.
1: A sprint that uh, gator one. I was I was thinking oh, about that, 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 but i Rob Stewart's going to do that one in March, so we should do that. March, I am usually gone every weekend well, announcing maybe it's races in California. So, if, but, but yeah, I thought about that this morning because it was really a fun time. So, if you have never done one of these... Find quote unquote super sprint or a do A try, a try, yeah, something where you walk or run a five k, mm-hmm. and then you get in the pool and do some swimming and. It's just nice, it is really nice. So, um, speaking of triathlon, yes, yes, ma'am, you are a hot babe, sexy supermodel for a triathlon. <laughs> Tell everybody, okay, about that. you're
2: gonna make me blush. Come on,
1: Melissa, <laughs> frag so, a little.
2: So, Iron Man, um, has Iron Man, like not the superhero Iron Man, but like the swim bike run Iron Man, they um have a foundation, the Women for Tri. Mm-hmm. To, um support women who want to get into triathlon that's I'm um,
1: encouraging them to do right exactly and yeah likewise.
2: it doesn't matter who what shape or size or I- yeah. every person to um, to get into the sport of triathlon there's it's just such a supportive community and so um, they wanted to do a photo shoot f- to support and um, the foundation women for try and to feature their uh, gear see, yeah, and Ironman Man to show you know what uh, what they do and, and what Iron Man is and so they ass. They asked for models to do this photo shoot. Real
1: people. Real They happen athletes. to have a professional photographer in charge of that job here in Gainesville.
2: Yes. What yes. are the odds? One of their
1: photographers, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the women who is a member of our tri group had talked to her, I guess, at one of the races and said, hey, we've got some great women. And they were looking for real women, not models who have never done a race before. These were real women who have done triathlon or are involved in the sport. And um, I was selected as one of these 14 women to be a part of this photo shoot. And uh, no, we it was maybe 10, 10 women. And um, it was so much fun. So the woman who was in charge of the Women for Try Foundation came, and she had already had outfits selected based on our size that we had sent in and in photographs of, of ourselves. And that you we gave the wrong in. size. I had to try on three different sizes because I, t- based on their measurements, I was a medium. And when I tried on the medium, it was way too big. And mm, that was the first time sorry. ever that I had to be a small. And I'm like, why is this not sinking into my head that I'm a size small now? So um, I had to try on. Uh, Different outfits, and she was like, oh, "All right, we'll try this. Okay, we'll try this. Okay, we'll try this." And everything was a size small, and I was just like, "Uh, di- uh. so um."
1: And and what size were you wearing two years ago? A large, a large. Okay, yeah. fourteen. It's a big difference. Four now. Mm-hmm. Four. four wow. 14. I had to
2: get another smaller bra oh. because uh, the other one was too big. Yeah. So now I'm on my third bra. It's, yeah. How about that? I know crazy crazy Woo. but the photo shoot was awesome it was long it was four hours they um photographed us running and there were uh, like four of us running and then they photographed some girls with their bikes and holding their bikes up in the air and um they had me um with a bungee and a dumbbell, and one girl with her amazing shoulders and back was like almost climbing a wall, and they took a picture of her doing that. Cool. That um, it's hashtag Squad Goals is the campaign.
1: Okay. And uh, that's actually a very popular hashtag, it is. so it might it is. be hard to find.
2: Um, but it's also um, why we try. Okay. And. So you can find it, Women for Try, Why We Try. There's a Facebook page, Women for Try. There's probably a fan page for you now. Melissa's my favorite
1: model Stop it.
2: Stop (laughs) it. So they had released one photograph at Lake Placid, at um, the Iron Man Lake Placid in New York. And uh, it was three of the women who were part of... Gainesville, the G3, our Gainesville Triathlon Club, and I wasn't in that one, but they put it on this humongous billboard and then on a big jumbotron, and one of our G3 members was there, and um, the crowd went crazy when they announced that these were real, you know, triathletes who have done Ironman, and um, so the crowd went crazy, and one of our members had taken a picture of the billboard and was like, hey, we're there! So um, I was like, okay, well, that's the only picture from the whole shoot they're going to use. It's okay. You know, we had fun anyway. Maybe we'll get to see the other pictures. And then yesterday, the Women for Try released the new cover photo for their Facebook page. And bam, in the middle of the photo is me.
1: And you look beautiful. No, it's crazy. It was
2: crazy. I was like, wait, that's me. Wait.
1: So my highlights, Uh, I really like your outfit because wearing something different than they all are. Yeah, I am. You got a killer smile. Your butt looks fabulous. Aw,
2: thanks. I kind of yeah, thought yeah. my legs look pretty hot in
1: there. They did. Yeah. it did. It's perfect. And, and all, all the girls look fantastic, too. And,
2: um, Rebecca's in that picture. Did you see her I on I did bike? see her. Yeah. I did.
1: And so. she, you could not tell that her crotch was broken. And she
2: stole my headband, by the way. She's wearing my... I had to buy another one because she what? left with my headband. I know. That was the first time... So if anybody does her see this picture... Her crotch must have been
1: broken at that time. I believe it probably was. Right, it oh, was about I think two she months was months
2: She was healing, healing at the time. Still
1: broken. You got to give her, and <laughs> you got to give her some, some space to steal headbands. My crotch was <sighs> broken. I may steal some stuff too. You know
2: what? I had coochie cancer. I'm not going to steal somebody's headband. Let's. Coochie cancer? No,
1: I know, but I think you did steal some things. You just don't remember. <laughs> we we really? we, we really? call that chemo brain. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
2: I did klepto klepto chemo. Yeah, really? chemo klepto. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So where was I? I was talking about you're talking
1: about looking hot in your pants in the modeling shoot, uh-huh. and now you have an agent.
2: No, no,
1: what? No. You are crazy. No, you they're are beautiful. Crazy. They're beautiful.
2: I can't wait to see more. It was so much fun. It really was a good time, and I feel honored to have been just even a part of the women who were selected. Just crazy out of body experience to see the photograph yesterday.
1: Yeah, I gotta tell you, I don't enjoy photo shoots. They torture me. It,
2: it wasn't. I mean, it was long. It was all. Yeah. It was a long yeah. shoot. And they, but I'd then probably, again, there were 10 of us. So. It would probably be a lot more fun with a bunch of girls or people. But by yourself, I couldn't imagine. It's very weird. But they kept saying to use a badass face, like, look badass, look badass. So as they were photographing other women, I got my phone out and was like, had it in selfie mode so I could look at my face, like whatever yeah, it looked yeah. like. And I'm like, God, I look constipated.
1: I don't look
2: <laughs> badass. I look like I've got a poop and nothing's happening.
1: <laughs> no, you look beautiful. You believe it. I go to my photographers, I'll say, all right, can I see? okay. And I go, I'm the, I'm the nosy person in front of the camera. Okay, let me see that. And I'll look and I'll go, all right, I look stupid that way. Let me do this. And so it'll help me alter yeah,
2: absolutely. what I'm
1: doing. But I have literally had photo shoots where I keep going to the camera going, I hate my face. Look at my face. I hate my I have stupid face today. And the photographer goes, What a stupid face? This, this is stupid face. I hate my hair. What? And then, and then we'll always find some to use. But at the moment... It's my least favorite. I don't mind if people take candid photos of me, you know, like when you're running, I get that or mm-hmm. when you're announcing. I'm announcing and I get a great picture, but to, ugh, it tortures me. I'm yeah. glad you had a really fun time. It was
2: fun, but they wouldn't let us see any of the photographs while they were shooting. So um, to see any of them. That's because been...
1: I'm in charge when I'm
2: with
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, we were definitely not in no, charge. They, they were, Iron Man was in charge.
1: No, you look fabulous. Oh, I'm excited think, to see yeah, more.
2: I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. This was one of the end because all the other ones prior to the, because this is a happy one. Like we're all laughing and jovial and having a good time. That was at the very end because they didn't let us smile the entire photo shoot. It was all like serious yeah. workout face. Make yeah. a sweat. Get a glistening face. Pretend, you know, make it. Okay. Yeah. We just, we, we just did a wall squat for, I don't know, two minutes. Yeah. I'm sweating. Or yeah. Yeah. We yeah. just planked on a brick wall for yeah. five and a half but minutes. You just
1: let us work out and then take pictures. Yeah. If that's what that's you want. Better.
2: So we we did. We (laughs) planked on a wall for five and a half minutes on a brick wall, and my hands were killing me, and my arms are shaking, and it's a good thing it's not on video, because you would have been able to see the... the, Right. So it was a lot of fun, though. We had a good
1: time. I always prefer being on video. Yeah? Yeah, because nobody catches you in one stupid moment. I'm I'm moving continuously in a series of stupid faces that just nobody gets hung up on one particular one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Trust me. I've got this down, Melissa. A
2: series of stupid faces. My series. So,
1: this is great because I'll have, uh, with my news segments, for example, they'll the news organization will send me a link and so I've got to get a screen grab, you yeah, know, something yeah. to of Oh, boy. Try and get a screen dra- grab of yourself on video. Everybody try this today. Video yourself and then hit pause. And as imagine the pause being the cover shot. Play pause. Play pause. Aye. Play pause. Play pause. Horrible. So anyways, video is much better. It's much more forgiving, I think. Okay. As long as you Good sound intelli- intelligent intelligent. television. You, if, gen- if you say if, if you sound stupid mm-hmm. at video is horrible for you. But anyways, you're a hot model. Thank and you. then but you're also pretty creepy. So <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. We're gonna, yeah. I thought you associated up, but now you just call me creepy. And I, I prefer creepy and sarcastic, but <laughs> this is above and beyond. So you went to The Flying Pig with Katie Stefaniak and Jason Stefaniak to support Rob Stewart. And Michael Jones. Oh, Michael Jones was there, right. right. And mm-hmm. you went there to support... Rob Stewart, who was mm-hmm. running the marathon yes. in May, mm-hmm. and what I think the first initial thing that's not creepy is you guys were genius with the way you went to track him because you used we Uber. Used Uber,
2: yeah, and we got on the news too. Like the the new the local news, which the um, cover story mm-hmm. that night was the flying pig. Like it was the first twenty seven minutes. I mean, it was basically their entire news it's broadcast. A big deal there, yeah. it is. It is. So in Cincinnati, this is the big race, the flying pig and um yeah so we had gone to see him see Rob at mile four and cheer him on Woo-hoo-hoo! and then um we were heading to mile six and we missed him because we asked for directions from a police officer when we should have just made a left and been there because we knew where we were going but the race is on such a broad area that is because it's 26 miles it's impossible to navigate to like get to mile 12 so um and lots of
1: roads are closed
2: yes because of the race so um michael thought it would be a good idea to try to uber even though all the roads are closed and he found a guy who was literally right around the corner and we hopped in his car and we went to four other places to cheer rob on and uh, rob had no idea what mile markers we were going to be at, but um, when we were at mile 12, the news crew had stopped our Uber driver to interview him, and then we were leaving to go to mile 16 or 18 or wherever we headed next, and uh, the news lady was like, wait, are you the people who hired him? Yeah, and so then they interviewed Michael and me, and we were all cheering, and it was cute. It was really fun. It was so much fun. So,
1: So, but at some point, you stop off, and you have to use the loo. Oh, well, this was the
2: first... Okay, so... I'm not a runner, uh, but I've done races.
1: She's a runner who's <laughs> gonna have leave my house with a black eye. But anyway, it's gone. <laughs> or at least a big pinch.
2: So, um, I'm familiar with how to utilize a porta potty. I'm very familiar because when you, you do a race, get, yeah. you have to your bowels have to do what they got to do, and your guts got to do what they before bowels. a race. Thank you, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm familiar with the squat, and uh, you know, don't touch anything, and yeah. you, know, you, you just gotta do it and squat for a while. To do whatever you gotta do. Okay, so there is a row of nine thousand two hundred and sixty-seven porta potties, and they're all there's a line for them. So I, this is right after the start of the race. It's early. Um, is it dark? It's. Yes, it is. It is, and we had cheered Bob on at the start. We got it on video. It was awesome. Cowbell going, and we're about to walk to mile four, which was almost right around the corner for us. And so there was a nine thousand porta potties, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stop real quick, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tinkle before we do this. And so I stopped into the porta potty. I pulled my pants down. I squatted like a not even a close to the potty squat and stood up, pulled my pants up, sanitized my hands after wiping. And then I'm leaving and I'm walking and I'm like, God, I still smell poop. Why do I smell like, why do I smell soup? Who stepped in dog crap? I mean, it just smelled awful. Couldn't
1: have been you that stepped in dog crap. No,
2: absolutely not. No, because I was, no, no. And so we saw Rob at mile four. What? and then we turn around to get to mile 6 and i'm like who stepped in? does everybody else smell poop because i smell poop
1: <laughs> and michael's you like don't even yeah check i check your smell shoes the- i
2: did check my shoes i was looking and i'm like there's nothing on my shoes who stepped in dog crap and who would step in dog crap or in the middle of the road there's not so, who was so gross Ugh, so frustrated so um and i and it can't get the smell out of my nose what? yeah <laughs> so now we're running to mile 6 and i'm getting sweaty and i wipe my um, my brow with my hand, and I go to wipe it on my pants, and there is poop all over the back of my pants, my crotch. Not my poop, mind you. Somebody needs instructions on how to use a porta potty because whoever used a porta potty before me squatted wrong and pooped all over the porta potty, which got on the back of my pants. Are you? You're crying. She's crying. She's laughing at me. I haven't even heard the so, stories. So, whoever pooped, expl- their butt exploded all over the porta potty when I pull my pants down to pee and squat. Their poop gets all over my pants. And
1: you rake your legs or your pants across the poopy yes, seat. Yes. Yeah,
2: because I, it, who would know? So, after mile six, when we missed Rob, I found a priest outside of a Catholic church and said, Father, can I please use your
1: restroom? Someone else has sinned upon my pants. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna need forgiveness for the words I'm about to say, and um, he's like, "Well, yes, come on in." And he shows me to this basement bathroom, and I literally take my pants off and Ugh. wash them with hand soap, and I, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. It was so <laughs> gross. I really wanted to put something on the flying pig page to say, "Okay, here are directions on how to use a porta body because somebody needs to know this." Okay,
1: so we're gonna do a little bit of investigative reporting. Oh right Oh my here. gosh. Okay. So, yes. What color was the poop? It was brown. It, was brown. Yes. it wasn't a light brown. There was no green. It was, no, there was no green. It, it was, was brownish, like a muddy brown? There were, I mean, there was... Yeah. Yeah. And was it, it was uh, a little chunky on your pants or smeary? Smeary. Smeary. Do you wet. think it was a man or a woman? Ooh. I think a woman would have had better aim. I think
2: it had to be a lazy guy who was just like, you know what, I'm not going to touch this porta potty, and he's used to standing and peeing, so he was like, you know what, I think just he gonna... just stood up
1: and pooped. Uh, uh, that's what my guess would be.
2: Yes, yes, I ma'am. He
1: forgot there were rules like you should sit. I'm going to
2: post them. You know what? Next year, if we go to this race, I'm going to post rules on how to shit, shoot, poop in <laughs> a porta potty on every single porta potty wall, and be like, you know what? Here's what you do.
1: I'm a victim.
2: You know what? I feel like a victim. I, I had to be sh- tested for for. Communicable diseases I because did. I had poop all up in. So yeah. we're looking
1: for a man, uh. tall man, short man. I don't know. I got. I can imagine this guy. All right. So this guy he's standing there in the he, toilet. He's just got
2: <laughs> standing. He's a short man with red hair. Oh boy. Slightly overweight, oh. and he maybe has um, a problem with his back scoliosis, okay. possibly because he can't obviously stand up as straight as he should be. Yes. And he probably has green eyes.
1: You know what? I think you're right. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> you nailed it with the green eyes. <laughs> the porta
2: potty pooper.
1: Now trouble. Based on the experience pre race, do you think he was able to finish the race? Oh god, I think that he sounds probably, like a traumatizing. He probably had tummy to poop more problems. than that. Uh, you think? Ugh! So gross. It was horrible. They're disgusting. Something. I would I would be mortified if I pooped in my own pants. <laughs> somebody else's poop. Somebody don't
2: know. I know. Oh. This is it was a red-headed adorable. guy. Red green-eyed, short statured, chunky man is a uh, He's a jerk. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> Porta potty pooper is a uh, yeah. So
1: not um, my friend. When I lived in the dorm in my freshman year, and this is also totally A sidebar, right? (laughs) We're not talking about clever race uh, tactics to support your friends while you go. We had um, someone who lived on the floor in the dorm, and we were all women's floor, or girls, whatever, we're 18, so it's probably girls' floor. Mm -hmm. And um, there was always poop on the seat. Mm. I know. And a girl's floor. Don't, I mean... And so, yeah, got toilet paper the seat. What's going on it's there? Three layers
2: of toilet paper and something's
1: gotta add, or something was happening. And so we maybe came up splashed. with some sort of
2: maybe it splashed. No,
1: no, it was literally poop on the toilet seat oh. regularly. And I don't know, it was in our little dorm bathroom. There were maybe six dolls, six showers, six sinks. Mm. <clears> and um, so, what are these stories that you Probably can 25 out? girls sitting in the, on the hall. So, who knew? And we weren't going to set up cameras and you know, set people up, but my friend, Missy, who is so funny. Oh my gosh. She made posters. Like we're, we're looking, wanted the toilet crapper <laughs> blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> and, um, someone told me in other countries, they squat on a toilet because it puts you in a better di- uh, Like, the, the, squatty the, like squatty the squatty potty, the squatty potty. Yeah. Your yes.
2: knees are supposed to be elevated Yeah, because it opens up your, your gut and your rectum so that you can oh, that, open up that rectum yeah
1: let the poop fly out there
2: you go that's what but happened don't let it fly the, onto the seat no maybe,
1: maybe you just had a guy who had proper pooping technique and you paid the price for it but it should at least aim your pooper <laughs> into the pooper
2: yeah yeah it should at least make a splash of some kind
1: there should be some sort of reward where you know they're a little laser <laughs> beam goes into the toilet and you get some ding, sort ding, of ding, 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 yes yeah. some sort of congratulatory sound oh. or candy or something when you <laughs> candy
2: <laughs> i know want any kind of candy that came out of a porta potty i'm
1: just <laughs> i'm just brainstorming <laughs> here, here. <laughs> this is, let's just go with a bell we're gonna a make a lot of money five. on this now this is gonna be oh. our, our shark tank proposal <laughs> all right so you're on race day and you gotta go
2: you know what i just heard this really awesome podcast it's um
1: the it was fitness about, show. No, that is
2: my number one favorite podcast. Obviously. Um, but this one was about the world—the world's largest urinal. Yeah. And they use it for the New York Marathon. And this man huh. made this urinal. It was on um, the Human Race podcast. How much room
1: do you need for your urine?
2: It was the most ginormous. I can't even remember. No, it was are more you,
1: than a mile long. Oh, oh! so all the men can all gather yes. and pee mm-hmm. at the same time? Yes, how exactly. many men will it accommodate? A lot. It was used for the New York Marathon, but you didn't get statistics. I
2: can't remember, but I remember that it was the world's longest urinal. I got a note. Well, we'll have to. I'll have to
1: look it up and Research I will report it. back.
2: I will report back. Thank
1: you. We'll put it that in the comments section of, awesome. of the podcast. Aren't you glad, ladies, don't have to do that to we'll stand kind of like? Yeah, I don't know. Just communal peeing, like you and I next to each other. <laughs> That'd probably be really fun. <laughs> I don't think women would mind as much. Don't I, I don't
2: know. Guys like have this thing about. Don't look at, you know, don't move your Do eyes. Don't shift I your eyes. They are forward. I think they are in their peripheral vision just to make sure that they can man up. But I think there's supposed to be rules. Like I've heard it on Seinfeld or friends, you know, just right. don't, don't shift your eyes. Look straight ahead. Don't move your.
1: I, my IQ about man parts has risen extremely lately because I have, uh, what's it, Sirius XM? Mm. I've been listening to Howard Stern. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I've learned some things. <laughs> some things like what? I are like not repeat. Ret- <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's, it's a little vulgar. Yeah, surprising information I hadn't nice. known before.
2: Well, when this is over, we'll have to chat a little <laughs> yeah, bit about the surprising I'm not sure if information. If I even,
1: yeah, it's are been, you gonna blush? Nah, no. Maybe. But I but I do sit there and think, huh, guys are interesting, right? <laughs> I feel like I know guys, but clearly not, and they don't know girls either. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. They think they do, though. Yeah. yeah, they probably wouldn't like us very much if they knew.
2: Th- What's going on in our head for real?
1: I don't know, in all the parts. I just, yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Women, I, guys I think have it really lucky because they don't have as much plumbing as we do and their organs on the outside and, uh, I mean, it's just after the whole porta potty potty pooping. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like a guy wouldn't have had that problem. Like he would have just like wiped himself off or sweat would have rubbed it off and he would have been good to go. But then we have to worry about it like... Yeah. Getting all the way up inside. So now you're naked
1: in the basement of the Catholic Church with no, no bottoms on. Right. Are yeah. you ever wearing underwear at this point or are you bringing them in the sink too?
2: No, I wasn't. I didn't have any underwear on because I was wearing my running pants. Oh,
1: You're one of those. I wear the Do- thong. You
2: don't wear the thong? No, because I chafing. No, because in a try tri- suit you, I, you can't wear underwear. So. But you're not running. You're, you're spectating. I know, but we were running from
1: place to place, oh, so I was boy. ready to bolt. So yeah. if you go to Victoria's Secret, pink. They have, um, they're called no show. I
2: have those. Do you? Mm-hmm. And they're so soft, I and know. they have no panty lines. Mm-mm. Really? Not while
1: running, yeah. No. <laughs> because you know what happens if you don't wear undies, you get camel toe. <laughs> it's
2: true. Um, we'll have to um, talk about this <laughs>
1: after the show because I'm pretty
2: sure that I have one pair of running pants that, and they're no, We're, I don't wear. No, that. no, that that hurts. I mean... If Camel gonna, t- Yes! I wouldn't want it either. No. I mean, that's if that thong. isn't... No. Mm-mm, no. No panties. Really? Yeah. And really? I used to be like the panty queen. Like, I would wear panties with everything. Except for a bathing suit. I would wear panties, but... Now, so, now, I, I don't wear
1: out. them with the running shorts that have the built-in undies. Because that's just doubled no, up. I don't wear those. But really? The yoga pants with no undies. Huh. hmm You're one of those. I am one of those now. Yeah.
2: It's okay. a newer thing for me, but yeah.
1: Okay. So, everybody... In the future, when you see Melissa out in yoga pants, you know what? I bet you pants. a lot of people don't She's wear commando. Underwear.
2: I am, I am, I mean, and I bet you you are too because no, you don't want that no, potty. Line. Not that. you, you like the people listening, like all of you women out there. We're gonna have to have a poll on. We're gonna have the hotty body fitness okay. page that says, "Women, do you wear panties with your running pants? Because I bet you, or your shorts." Bitch, they don't. Shorts are different than the than the stretchy pants. Okay, right now I'm gonna stand up. I want you to look. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. So right there, no panty line. Well, that's and your toe. No camel toe. Right. I don't oh know. my gosh, really? <laughs>
1: there is no camel toe. Oh, this is the worst podcast <laughs> in the history of the planet. By the why way, why did
2: you have me come back? I'm See, all this all is like, the problem. Hey, She's never gonna have me come things, back now. And
1: then you come here and it's gone down, <laughs> down. I down,
2: did, the, down the porta down potty. Down the porta
1: potty. Oh my gosh. So, so here's another porta potty special Oh drink.
2: fantastic. See now it's not me. It's, it's No, it's no,
1: but it's not it's not horrible. It's not horrible, <laughs> but it's just hilarious. So I, I'm the announcer for Big Sur Marathon and I work with Rudy, who's there who's been there forever and ever. And then there, there's another guy, Dave Trombetta. And Dave does other things. And so we, um, he does the races, but then he does other hosting. He's wonderful and, and he's funny, but I didn't realize how funny he is until this year at the, um, the April event, which is the Big Sur Marathon. And so it, Rudy does the start of the 26.2 and then there's a couple of other people on the mid range races. And then I'm camped out at the start line slash finish line of all the races. Mm-hmm. And the start line is for the 5k and I think the 12k. But I'm there on the microphone, and Dave is in the festival area where, you know, people go post-race, hang yeah. out before their person comes in, where all the stuff's going on. But par- I, I'm talking to him. I'm like, hey, Dave, how are things going? And Dave's job is to, at some point, guide the people from the festival that are running the races to me. He, he takes them like the Pied Piper on the <laughs> microphone says, let's go to Fitz. And Make they come to the start line. Yeah. Thousands of them. But I, I'm... You know how's it going there, <laughs> Dave? He goes, "Well, I'm coming to you from the porta potty." Oh my gosh! <laughs> Apparently, they put his sound system right at the porta potties, so we're <laughs> blaring over one of the most prestigious races in the country. And not only is it prestigious, it legitimately is. These all the race committees in these navy blazers—they don't look like dirty run staff; they look like fancy pants at a golf tournament. And we're having this hideous, you know. Porta potty conversation, like so, Dave. Have pooper. you had any? Have you had any exit interviews over there? <laughs> which is more popular today, number one or number two? So he's talking to people from the porta potties. He takes this incredible rock star selfie from the porta potties. Nice, and it's it's just it's deteriorating much like this podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you. and Uh, It's going between that, we've got the um, Haribo gummy bear, life-size gummy bear out there. They've sponsored gummy, gummy bear packets for everybody. And between those two conversations, at some point I go... Dave, you know we're about to be fired. <laughs> All the Big Sur staff people were breaking apart. They were loving it. but um,
2: And Rick Chin put, got in to the oh, Big Sur. I'm yeah. so excited. He entered the lottery, and then he got in. I'm so excited. Yeah,
1: so out. Hottie Rick Chin, Stephanie Shimansky, I'm sure she's going to get in, um, Carolyn Simpson. Samson, uh, Jenny Eckenrode, oh, we have a lot of hotties coming.
2: I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, so the Big Sur Marathon is spectacular. If you guys are interested in running it, there Nova- it's an April race. They just had they already had the lottery for the actual marathon, which is a pretty big deal. Um, and and so many people apply to get in, and many people do not get in because it's just such a hot topic. And that's their their fair way of doing it. You know, everybody entered the lottery; we'll draw mm-hmm. names. Um, By at random, but then there's shorter races. There's a 21 miler, and you get basically all the good stuff of the marathon without this. You get the wicked cutoff time, but it's not as wicked because you save yourself five Mm -hmm. miles. There's, I believe, a 10.6 miler, and then there's the two shorter ones. But that's such a fun event. So even if you didn't get into the 26.2, plan to go to Big Sur in April. Mm -hmm. The race is the whole event. I. I'm not a mushy person. I literally cried last year when I left. Aww. I was just... And I had to leave in the middle of one of the wrap-up parties. And it just... I, it was so heartbreaking because it's such a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And then in November, um, Rudy and I will be the announcers at... Um, it's called now the Half Marathon of Monterey Bay. But it's formally known as a Big Sur Half. So unfortunately right now, registration is a little bit down because I don't think people have connected the dots. Aww. They haven't done as good of a job telling people, hey. Big Sur Half Marathon is now called something else, and people aren't putting the, uh, connect, formally connecting Formally known as. Yeah. So, I actually called the race director. I said, you know what? I think you should do this. So, they said they would, in all future promotions, you know, yeah, that's do the idea. formally known as, but. And, and there's a, another
2: race you're doing in Florida,
1: right? You're announcing <clears> one? Yeah, yeah. Actually, November will be fantastic. So, if anyone wants to run with me on November, uh, I think 18th? it's 7th or the 8th, it's the Sunday, um, it's, I don't know, it's a November 7th-ish, but it's the Surfing Madonna Beach Run mm. in Encinitas, California. It's a 5K, 10K, 15K in kids' races, and we will be, they actually run on the actual beach in Encinitas, which is gorgeous, and it's, uh, I think, low tide, so they'll have a lot of room on the beach to run, but we're working with Guinness, and it will be Ooh. the world's largest beach run ever recorded. Nice. And Not I'm, Guinness the Beer. Guinness no, the Guinness Book, Book of oh, Records, okay. yeah, right. so, but they're, these race directors have are so much fun. They had an inaugural half marathon in March, Encinitas half, which Rudy and I hosted. And it was a blast. And the people, everybody was so happy. And it was the craziest, most fun vibe, especially for a new race ever. So that's the first-ish weekend of November. And then the next weekend, I'll be hosting the half marathon. What is it? Yeah, half marathon in Monterey Bay, which is the Big Sur half. And there's kids races. And then the next week, I'm really excited because now I have a big Florida that event. That is so
2: exciting because you're never in no. Florida. No,
1: no, all of my events are basically everywhere else. Yeah. So I'm thrilled, and it's St. Pete Run Fest. It's the weekend of November 18th and 19th, and on the 18th, they'll be having kids races a one mile, and then a shorter races for the little guys. And then there's a celebrity mile, so they'll be having some notables from the community. I believe the Tampa Bay Bucks will be out there. Have fun. That Rays. Um, they have some legit celebrities, they have incredible sponsors for all the events, and there's actually a double dash, so you, on Sunday, there's a half marathon, oh, there's I saw a that. relay, do- and a 5K, so the half starts at 7, the re- the 5K starts at 10.30, so ambitious runners can do both, but for most of these races, fitness. Juju's Code's fitness, and at St. Pete Run Fest, that'll save you, and I believe it's the same at Surfing Madonna, but... Um,
2: I'm writing it down because I Yes. Yeah,
1: so are you gonna come run with me in November? I,
2: I can in do that. I can do that, the eighteenth.
1: No plane ticket required.
2: I know, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, and I think this will be one of those destination events that people from California are now flying to. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, Because awesome. I got a lot of those in California where our you know on the race mat, we have names from people all over the US and beyond. I think this event will be turn into one where people from all over the country are coming to Florida. St. Pete
2: owes me because that's where I did the St. Anthony's um, triathlon and I broke my arm and my leg. Yikes. So I need to redeem myself in St. Pete. You know what?
1: I will let them know and I'll make sure they rubber mat the whole course. Oh, perfect. Thank yeah. you. And
2: I should probably wrap myself in one of those, like, I don't know, one of those big blow up balls. I'm just going to get you a diaper ball. so you don't
1: have to go into the porta potty <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're gonna no, ha- we're gonna be no, prepared, no, and I will races. make that announcement, folks. Melissa Stephanie oh, here. No. So <laughs> hold her hand, hold her up, and if she she's will gotta the, go, I'm don't, just gonna be the first she, one in to a portable Pants normally. Oh full of camel toe or why full of diet. why am i friends with you why all right There's folks no i need reason.
2: to apologize and say goodbye because yeah. i'm never going to be invited back again we're so going i love you all and i apologize <laughs> that i will not be back on the fitness podcast anymore because um i did a really crappy job no, today <laughs> no,
1: no everybody likes talking about a little bit of um this sometimes be a conversation mm. never gets old well, we'll
2: see we'll see we'll
1: see alright folks so where do people find you oh,
2: I'm on the Hottie Bodies Fitness page on Facebook or you can find me on Instagram running working mom
1: right and for me go to morningmile.com help me get markets moving in the morning that's the best before school walking running program in the world period and then find me at Fitness on Instagram Twitter YouTube Facebook reach out let me know What you think about this very educational podcast and if you have any suggestions for more. We love you. All right. You can tell everybody. Hey, get to work. Get to work. Bye.
0: Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's Marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can. The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children a chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.